Hi guys, it's Claire and this is the Fuck the Fads podcast. If you want some company in the pursuit of a healthier, stronger, fitter you, then you've come to the right place. Strap in for stories about my own journey and useful education about how you can improve your health and achieve the goals you've always wanted without fad dieting. Hi guys, welcome to our, I think it's our fifth Q&A, 5.4. Because we're in the fifth week, so that would make sense. Um, hang on, let me turn this light off behind me. If you're watching this, sorry about the dreadful, dreadful lighting. It's dark, it's the evening. Um, I've had a bit going on today, so I couldn't get to this until tonight. But I've bought the dogs each a new toy to keep them entertained and hopefully quite quiet while I try and get through these questions. I've got three good questions to answer. So the first one was from Amy and she said, if I'm alternating muscle groups, can I go to the gym every day? E.g. Monday lower, Tuesday pull, Wednesday rest, Thursday push, Friday lower. So in that, I guess you wouldn't be going to the gym every day because you're taking a rest on Wednesday. But if you wanted to do like an abs circuit on Wednesday or do some cardio, that would be fine. Um, so in I answered it in the group and I said, in short, yes, I will delve into it on the Q&A. Um, so the way I program the workouts is that you're hitting different muscle groups on each session. So if you had to do your sessions back to back, it would be absolutely fine because you're not going to be hitting those same muscle groups back to back. That's that's what you wouldn't want to do. With the three-day program, I have programmed some legs in the push and pull because I like people to hit lower body more than once a week just because it's such a big muscle group. It's hard to effectively hit those muscles with just one session a week. Most women, we're not all the same, but most women want to work on their bum a little bit get themselves a bit of a bigger booty so that's why I tend to program some lower into the push and pull on the three-day session but on the four-day session you've got the two lower days so essentially as long as you're not doing the same workouts or the same muscle groups back to back that's absolutely fine there are some people who go to the gym six or seven days a week um for example I know somebody and she does a bit of a different split so she'll do like um lower she does quite short sessions so she'll do for example a lower a chest maybe chest and shoulders then she'll do um back and then maybe she'll do biceps and triceps um and a and a core session so that's six and then maybe like another lower one if she went on another day as well so because she's hitting those different muscle groups and she's separated like it like that it's absolutely fine um what you want to be careful of if you're going very regularly is that your recovery is okay. So of course, when you switch up a new gym session, a lot of you will find that you get um, delayed onset of muscle soreness. If you have not done regular exercise before and you start doing one of my programs, you will probably find that you get DOMS. Um, and sometimes you need to give yourself a bit of time in between to recover from that. But if you're at a point where you're not getting DOMS from your workouts because you've been doing the same program for a little while, which is a good thing, um, and you feel like your sleep is good, you're recovering well, you don't feel absolutely knackered all the time, then 
yes, essentially, it's absolutely fine. And in the next round, if people want, I could do a five-day program if that's something that, that people are keen for. Up until this point, most, most of you have been happy with having an option to either do four days or three days. Um, lots of you are busy working mums, have grandchildren, all of the rest of it. So fitting exercise in more than four times a week potentially is not going to like fit in with your lives. But if any of you are thinking, actually, you know, I, I could fit an extra session in, I can be, by all means program something that you could do over five days. So essentially, yes, as long as your recovery and your sleep is okay, if you're feeling really burnt out and you've got like training fatigue and you just feel knackered, then maybe take it down a notch again. Um, the next question was then from Chloe. She said, I've got a question about the supersets. I can't always do the supersets because I, because of the layout of the gym. I'll be running back and forth and could lose one of the bits of equipment to someone else in between or times when it's particularly busy and I can't take up two pieces of equipment. I will always still do all the exercises, but rarely a supersets. I assume this is okay. Um, and again, I said, yeah, that's fine, but I'll just elaborate in the Q&A. So the reason that I program supersets um, sometimes it's to fully fatigue a muscle group. So big muscle groups like your chest or things with your lower are more difficult to fatigue with one exercise. So building in a superset where you're working, say you're doing a chest press and then you're doing a dumbbell chest fly, doing that as a superset is going to help fatigue your chest muscles, your pectoral muscles. Um, but a lot of the time when I program supersets, it's really just to save you time. If you can do two exercises back to back, then that's, that's going to save you a bit of time and also to mix it up a bit and make it a bit more interesting. So it absolutely doesn't matter if you can't do them. It's annoying because obviously when I program these things, I don't know the layouts of your gyms. So you may well find that sometimes I've programmed something where you have got a superset of something and actually those pieces of, of equipment are, are across opposite sides of the gym or maybe even sometimes in different rooms. So definitely if it works better for you to do them as single exercises, that's absolutely fine. It's not a problem. It's not going to have a massive impact on your results at all. So don't stress about it. I think I've said this before, but like if you were training for a bodybuilding competition or you were an elite athlete and you were training for something really specific and you were wanting to work or build muscle because you needed balance across your body for a bodybuilding competition or you were working to train something specific um, for a sport that you played then it would be more important to stick to what your trainer had programmed for you but of course, we aren't elite athletes and we're not entering bodybuilding competitions or not that anyone's told me anyway. So us women who are going to the gym and using weights because it's really fucking good for us, because it makes us feel good mentally and emotionally, because we want to continue to build and protect the muscle mass that we've currently got, missing out supersets and just doing them as separate exercises is no problem at all. 
And then the last question was from Nikki and she said, I know I've mentioned before about exercise for abs slash lower tummy and the ones you've set me are toning me up, but is there anything more I can be doing? Everywhere is toning up really well and it's noticeable. Well done, Nikki. You're obviously working really hard. Um, I also know it's not a quick fix and it will take time, but any tips would be greatly appreciated. So um, what I've set for you is fine for you to continue to do. You don't need to be doing anything more. You can do more if you wanted to. But what you need to know about toning is what what toning actually means. It's a combination of two things. So it's a combination of fat loss and building muscle. It is very difficult for women particularly to train enough that you will ever have visible abs. Some women do have visible abs and that's great. And a lot of the time it's either largely down to genetics or it's because they will have a very, very low body fat percentage. As a woman, when you have a low enough body fat percentage that you can see your abs, you are walking on dangerous territory there because that is going to affect how your hormones function for women that haven't yet gone through menopause it often means that they lose their period they get hypothalamic amenorrhea which is their period stops because they don't have enough body fat for their body to be able to carry with or cope with a pregnancy so their body's like oh shit like i don't have enough stored energy i need to switch off essentially switch off my reproductive system so I will prevent my body from menstruating every month but it's not just that you lose your period your hormones get quite fucked up as well so even after you've gone through menopause or if you don't have regular periods getting to a low enough body fat percentage where you can see your abs still often for the majority of women isn't necessarily going to be a safe thing to do as I said There are exceptions to the rule because some women naturally genetically will have will be more predisposed to showing abs at a higher body fat percentage because that's just the way that their body's built. Um, So, Nikki, tips for you would be to just continue doing what you're doing. Keep going because you're doing amazing. And the more body fat you lose, the more you will notice the muscle mass coming through that you're building and the fact that you feel like you can see things are looking a bit more toned and it's noticeable is amazing and it shows that you're going in the right direction annoyingly the further down the road you get the longer it takes right because if you start something for example when I started on my own quote-unquote journey I was quite overweight and so I lost about 10 kilos in what was it about seven months and then it took me another year and a bit to lose the next 10 kilos and that's normal because I had less body fat to lose so it came off more slowly and as you lose that body fat and you build muscle and you notice it it will just it, the further down the line you get, it will just happen more slowly, if that makes sense. So I don't think you need to change anything because we know it's working. And it can be frustrating sometimes because you see the changes happening and it's amazing. And you think, oh, wow, like this is working. Like, what can I do to keep it at this momentum? What can I do to speed it up? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So just keep doing what you're doing. 
and you will keep seeing the results but don't be frustrated or annoyed if at any point the results start to like take a little bit longer to see if that makes sense um the other thing to note is nikki you've already said you're going to stay on for the next round which is amazing so i will program in some more um ab work for the next round for you particularly if it's something you enjoy that's great the other thing to remember as well and I, again i think i probably said this before is that actually all of the lifting that you're doing, all of the exercise sessions that you're doing, you will be using your core. Quite often in a lot of pull exercises particularly, um, you're using your core a lot. Not necessarily more than you would in targeted ab exercises, but if if not like to the same degree. Um, so don't forget that everything you're doing is working that core because essentially like you wouldn't be able to lift or do anything without your core muscles um so i will program in some more core exercises for next time because you enjoy them and that's great um and maybe i'll do like a couple of different core sessions for you so you've got a little bit of variety in it um but as always the way you get results and it sounds a bit boring but is doing the same things over and over again so making those same choices, sticking in your calorie deficit, doing your same steps, doing the same um, workouts in the gym or from home. And that's how you get the results. And you are a living, breathing, walking example of that, Nikki, because your progress since you've been doing this has been amazing and you've worked so hard for it. So well done. And I hope that that all makes sense. If anyone has any questions off the back of that, do let me know. Um, and I hope that you're all feeling okay and that the build up to Christmas isn't feeling too stressful. Christmas can be a little bit of a funny time of year. Um, like it's really lovely. And all of us who are in this group, sorry if you can hear my dog shredding a teddy in the background. All of us who are doing this are, you know, privileged people. And we're very lucky that we have family and friends around us this time of year and that we can afford to celebrate Christmas in the ways that we do but it doesn't mean that it doesn't sometimes come without overwhelm and and it feels hard sometimes so I just wanted to say like I hope all of you are feeling all right um and if any of you are struggling with anything don't forget to reach out and let me know and the other thing that I was just going to touch on as well um is being around family and friends at Christmas time that don't really understand what you're doing. So sometimes you might have members of your family who are like, oh, go on, just have a drink. Oh, go on, have the pudding. Oh, go on, have the second helping. And you really don't want to because it doesn't align with your goals and it can be a bit annoying. So just remember that like your choices are yours and they're okay for you to make that. And don't let other people bully you into things that you don't want to do. And bully sounds like a strong word because of course, none of that stuff comes with malice and people aren't like intentionally trying to derail you, but it can be very difficult sometimes when you're in those environments. So just like mentally prep yourself a little bit before you go into an environment like that. Like if you know you're going to see people who are gonna try and push things on you that you don't necessarily want, have a think about beforehand, like how you're going to handle it, what you're going to say to them. You don't have to tell people that you're dieting ever. You can just, you know, politely decline seconds, politely decline drink, but it can be difficult sometimes when people are 
kind of keep pushing it. Oh, go on, oh, go on. So just remember your why, why you're doing this, why this is important to you. And that doesn't mean at all that you can't have a drink over Christmas. It doesn't mean that you can't have seconds. It doesn't mean that you can't have pudding. Um, but it's just that potentially you'll be doing it less than maybe you would have before. But I hope that all of you on Christmas Day are going to have every single thing that you want to have and enjoy it to the fullest that you possibly can. So that wraps up this q and I, I I will do the last Q&A of the round next week. So obviously any more questions, get them over to me. Um, and anything else that you're not sure about, drop it in the group and I will be happy to answer it for you. Big love to you all. If you are interested in joining this amazing team and coming back for the next round of the Shape Up programme, it is going to be starting on the 8th of January, 2024. You can get in and pay a deposit now so you get in on the early bird price or you can wait until January, that's fine. Signups are gonna be open probably around until the 9th or 10th of January. I always leave them open for a couple of days because sometimes we have some latecomers. But if you're interested, come and get in touch with me. You can find me on Instagram or you can visit my website and contact me directly from there. Keep listening for the details of how and where you can find those places. If you think you'd like to work with me, if you think that I could help you and you'd like to chat to me, please visit my website, coachedbyclaire.com or visit me on Instagram at coached underscore by underscore Claire.